Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 72 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Adam, and I'm joined by Jill. Jill, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm a little tired. It's yeah. been a busy week. We're both a little tired. Your week's been even busier than mine, but it's all good things. It's so tired we had to restart this intro I... <laughs> because I <laughs> messed yeah. up the audio. Yeah, this is the second time we're doing the intro. We'll see if it's the one that we actually use. <sighs> uh, how about you tell us what this episode is all about? Uh, this episode, I spoke with our coworkers, Liz, Emma, and Megan, and we talked romance novels. Yeah, I've been trying to get you to do another romance one for a really long time. Because the first one we did was crazy popular. It was actually like the first big, big podcast episode we ever had. Um, yeah, and I want to see if it was like an outlier or if it is because everyone knows romance which i don't think it's an outlier i don't think so either because <laughs> romance we've said this a bunch of times romance is our most popular uh, genre so i feel like 100%. people are mm-hmm. always looking for more romance novels to borrow wow. i couldn't even think of the word for borrow wow anyway yep yeah I am, days. I am nowhere to be found in this episode because i don't read romance and i just would have been lost I pretty much just moderate the discussion. Yeah. I love how you guys break this out, too, by the way. (laughs) I don't remember whose idea. That might have been. That was the three of them, I think. They wanted to basically break out the episode based on heat level of the romance novel. So we came up with our own little rating scale. Uh Uh-huh. It was. was, Oh, man. I can't even think of what they are. So it starts with room temperature. Yes. Simmer. Uh Uh-huh. And full boil. Full boil. Oh, man. I was... (laughs) This I everyone's gonna love this episode. I was listening to it in the morning at our office before anyone got here, and I was like giggling to myself because you guys are really funny. <laughs> I enjoyed it very, very much. Uh, if people want to get a hold of us, they can email feedback at overdrive dot com. We answer all of those emails. Uh, love hearing what you're reading and what you think of the podcast. You can also find us on Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, one other place that you can find Joe this week, as we mentioned, is. You were on NPR's On Point. I I was indeed. That's why I'm a little tired this week. It's been a busy week. Yeah. You got to uh, basically talk about the best books, your favorite books of the year, right? Yeah. And I <laughs> I will say, as I was listening to it, the host of the show, it's like he's doing a speed round version of our podcast, but without being able to see the people, because all three of you, all three of the guests, you're all in different places. Correct. Uh, we were all um, basically recording remotely. The host, yeah. Tom Ashbrook, is in uh, Boston because it's the show's part of uh, WBUR's network. And I was on um, with Maryam Gwynn, who is the book editor for the Seattle Times, mm-hmm. Ron Davis, who owns an independent bookstore in Lexington, Kentucky. And then I was recording from the WCPN studios in downtown Cleveland. Yeah. And I, like, it, and then Tom was also taking calls from people and, getting, and responding to them in real time. This, about is, a, this is all like live real time. Yeah, he was I was literally listening like, oh, I thought I was good at hosting a show. And we have a long way to go before Tom. 100 percent. I know it was very, yeah. very impressive. If you couldn't hear it live, you can either go to WBUR.org slash on point or if you just search for like NPR on point best books of 20. 16 uh they have their own podcast they also have a link to it on their website so you can hear jill do wonderfully in talking about all the books that uh she really loved in the in the the year i'm gonna cough real quick here 
Fun fact, NPR has fun little mute buttons for those moments. The producer told me. I literally was just thinking like, I wish we had a cough button. Anyway. Yeah, he was like, because when I get there, he takes me down to the studio. He's like in the other room, you know, like we have with the glass it's mm-hmm. on the other side of the room. And he handed all the technical stuff, but he's like, that glass of water is for you. If you need to cough, there's a mute button. Yeah, that would have come in handy about uh, 45 seconds ago when I thought I was going to choke to death. I was right like, there. oh, that's incredible. And uh, it was funny because like, I'm not even kidding you. I don't know if it was just like some weird body reaction, but on my drive from my apartment <clears throat> from my house downtown, I had the worst coughing fit <laughs> and I was just convinced. Just <laughs> not- I was like, what if I have to cancel because I can't stop coughing? Oh. I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible. It oh. like, lasted for like five minutes and yeah. I was panicking. Well, I'm... <laughs> I'm very glad that that didn't happen. Me too. It's spectacular. I will say that one of the podcasts we did recently, I had the hiccups beforehand. And I, same thing. I was like, There's, these are never going to go away. But you, know, you did outstanding. Thank you. It was really awesome to hear my co-host and, and friend on NPR. That was amazing. So That's right. Rock. It's like your brush with fame. I know. It's I feel I feel famous just because I know you a little bit. <laughs> now I just have to get on Terry Gross's fresh air. So. That's that's coming up next. That's that's next. I got what NPR. It, now it's now it's got to be fresh air. What if we just gross. start whispering with all of our podcasts? Do you think that they'll, they'll get more attention on NPR? Or they'll get annoyed. I have no idea. Welcome to the Professional Nerds Podcast, presented by Overdrive, <laughs> a library company. Uh, anyway, uh, our next podcast we'll have a a really fun intro for it. It's our year anniversary, and we've talked about it a bunch, but we'll get into it later. But it's yeah. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. So we had so much fun. Uh, but that's not this one. This one is all about romance. Romance. And I think people, I like I said, I'm excited to see how many people actually listen to this because romance is crazy popular. Anything else before we let people get into some book recommendations? I don't think so. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. <laughs> I thought field trip February was your safe word. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, are we all ready? Oh, yeah. Lean in, ladies. Lean in. Lean in. Treat it like a boyfriend in a romance novel. Maybe not that much. (laughs) Maybe in in a nice room temperature romance novel. In a YA. There you go. All right. Ready? Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. This is Jill, and I am joined by Liz, Emma, and Megan. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hello. Hi. We're talking romance today. I'm excited. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm not We've been at all planning excited. this for a long time. We Yay. have. So we have. So it's going to this is, I got to say, romance is very popular this time of year. Mm-hmm. I like it put together a whole bunch of lists for libraries and all the books already checked out. Like I had to go back in and add more. Well, you know, it's dark outside and you want to read something like I'm one of those people. I like to read heavy stuff in the summer and light stuff in the winter. That makes offense. That makes offense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Talking is not my strong suit today, guys. So Good I'm thing just you're gonna... on a podcast. Yeah, really, really. I'm just going to sign the rest of it. <laughs> we'll interpret for you. Uh, I'm not going to interpret for Megan. I can read her notes. <laughs> so um, we have kind of structured this particular episode of romance based on heat level. 
right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we know that, you know, romance can have all different kinds of steaminess. So uh, we have – these are – as a disclaimer, we came up with these on our own. We're sort of labeling labeling them on our own. So some of it's a little subjective to just keep that in mind. Um, But we have room temperature, simmer, and full boil. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Cooking terms. <laughs> Call also, back to the last podcast we were on. Also, this is based off of books, uh, at least for me, this is based off of books that I've read a few months ago, and I don't necessarily fully recall how steamy they were, but I look back and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. General levels. General levels. Heat. Yes. There you go. So, starting with room temperature, who wants to start? I want to dive right in. All right. Uh, So I have a few. These are mostly centered on young adult. Um, So these are pretty clean romance, really nice, uh, pleasant books. I can't talk about YA without mentioning Sarah Dessen. There's always a lovely sort of love story in her books. Her book from last year, Saint Anything. Um, And then her new book that comes out next summer is called Once and for All, which I actually got an advanced copy of. Um, but already place your holds. It's great, really charming romance. It's set in the summer, and uh, the main character works for her mom's wedding planning um, company. So you know, wedding planning fun ensues. There's the cute boy, very clean, very nice. Nice. Gotta have that cute boy. Yeah, gotta have yeah. that summer romance. <laughs> Liz, um, I have. A lot, actually. When I went through my Goodreads accounts, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure. I started one just for my romance reading. Did you really? Good idea. I, did, I didn't want to um, admit to all of my judgmental friends how much. Liz, I tr- that's yeah. so sad. Those well, aren't you good guys friends. aren't my judgmental friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I didn't want to. I, I admit that I read romance, but I didn't necessarily want to admit the quantity in which I read it. So I opened a second Goodreads account just for my romance reading. Um, so I have, so I have an, I have a YA as well. It's an Australian author and it's, um, told from the point of view of the boy and he's this kind of like super geeky kid who just kind of is like flying under the radar in high school and this, um, British girl comes to their school and she's amazing and she has these crazy tastes and she's, you know, super, like everyone is in love with her kind of thing and, um, and she sort of singles him out. And it's, but he doesn't get it. And it's like a slow kind of awkward romance that is completely geeky and super adorable. Aww. Sounds like my kind of book. That sounds like me in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, wait, you like me? I don't know. No. <laughs> we're just friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really, it's really cute. Um, nope. Continue. Oh, okay. Uh, I have, uh, let's see. Um, I, uh, one of the big romance novels that's been going around lately is, and I, I'm not sure that I would call this romance, but it's been listed as romance all this time, is um, that the Lily and the Octopus book. Yes. And it's about a man and his adorable dachshund pet, and kind of like, uh, it's not really a romance, like, love story, but it's a love story about him and his pet, and she develops um, a... A, an octopus on her head, a quote unquote octopus, uh, you know, a tumor essentially. Okay. And it's um, kind of this story about him dealing with like his dog getting sick and 
and he has these like imaginary conversations with her and i don't know if you guys have, have imaginary conversations with your pets but like all the time yeah um, does see, it count as imaginary if you're talking out loud because i have real conversations with my pet yeah well that's yeah. what i mean i have okay. real conversations with joan joan jet my cat um <clears throat> and so that's uh really really sweet not too i mean obviously it's not steamy because it's not a traditional like two humans falling in love kind of romance right <laughs> And then, um, let's see, and then I have one more, and it's actually a public service announcement for people who love Sherry Thomas's romance novels. So this past fall, she came out with a murder mystery that's um, also a Regency set in Regency England. And uh, and if you're worried that this is going to be another casual vacancy, <laughs> <laughs> right? let's be honest. I didn't hate casual vacancies. I See, I didn't hate it either, okay. but... And I had no way I expected Harry Potter. When when I read sure. it, I had no expectation that it would be anything like Harry Potter. However, did it have to be that grim? Because it was grim. It was grim, but I, I revel in grim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> so anyway, A Study in Scarlet Women is um, by Sherry Thomas is, uh, you'll still adore it if you loved her romance novels. I think I just came across that title last week. That yeah. sounded interesting. It's a Sherlock derivative, mm-hmm. and, uh, she, and it's a lady Sherlock. Okay. Yeah. Totally so. came across that. Yeah. Sounds good. While we're still in clean. Yes. A uh, slight, I don't know, what's the temp- room temperature? Room temperature. temperature. <laughs> um, I do want to mention, I did just read the third book of the Girl Online series by Zoe Sugg. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very nice, I would say romance, um, teen romance read. Um, same characters as the first two books. Um, you've got Girl Online, Penny, and kind of her saga with um, her boyfriend, on-again, off-again boyfriend. I thought it was really charming read. Um, there's a little bit different scenery in this book. They add Scotland to the mix. Um, they add some drama. They add uh, a castle and some wedding planning. Apparently, I only read YA books that have wedding planning in them. Um, but it was really, really charming um, and I was a big fan of that book that came out in November, I believe. Okay. Megan? I don't tend to read a lot of room temperature, <laughs> uh, which isn't to say that I read no. a lot of full boil. Um, Are but, you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a type. That's okay. I have a type. I think we're... Uh, but I did okay. just recently read uh, a, a stereotypical librarian romance um, that I'm going to say was like just turned on the water. So it's not like it's not simmer. It's not full boil. But there's some flashback mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But the actual like live action romance is all just, you know, fade nice sweet stuff. Yeah. Fade to black. The occasional long look. Okay. Yeah. As I'm I'm giving everyone a long look in the room. You she can't is. see this, but mm-hmm. it's quite alluring what was the title, the title was is love overdue oh. uh, and it's about <laughs> oh my a, god there uh, i mean i had so some great once you can get over the fact that this this it's a woman named dorothy who gets uh a job being a director at a library in kansas okay Wait, oh. and she has a little dog too oh, oh come on i know i know i know and uh and she gets this job because they find her her resume on the Library Association website. So I don't know that the person who wrote it has ever talked to a librarian, but it was charming. You know, 
<laughs> uh, for the more like uh, full boil uh, simmer section, I have a librarian series that I've been reading. All right. Uh, called it's the Lovestruck Librarian series by Olivia Dade. Writing that down. But it, but in a, it, I feel like I am I'm too much of a librarian to fully appreciate these because there's like a part of me that's like that would never happen. Exactly. No one would ever have <laughs> that display. <laughs> also, like, yeah, and this this one, the big thing is, like, she just gets this job, and they find her resume, and they offer her a job. Like, she didn't have an interview? Like, she's never met any of these people before? <laughs> like, uh, that, I mean, it's just kind of a bit of a anyone who's worked anywhere, pretty much. <laughs> like, at no point do they, if they find you on LinkedIn, they usually at least contact you rather than just to be like, you got the job! But it was really cute, and uh, there's, like, a kind of a scheming uh scheming mother and lots of lots of fun fun uh people in the town so i'm gonna call that a just turned on the stove i like it yeah yeah that sounds good that kind of and Jeez. and that's the beginning and the end of my yes. your contribution my contribution to this section yes. oh that I, is fair and that's the only romance i've ever read so i'm gonna go now yeah. just kidding <laughs> uh one of my favorites that is definitely on this level i don't even think it's I think it's more like near the stove. <laughs> in the kitchen, <laughs> filling the pot. In kitchen. Uh, no, Attachments by Rainbow Rowell. Oh, oh cool. yeah. It's so good. But nothing like happens. That's sort of the charm of the book, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stinking romantic. Though. And it's yeah. so romantic. Yeah, you just, and the characters are. Agreed. And, and everybody loves, like, a, a sort of, like, back and forth epistolary, yep. like, novel yes. letters kind of thing. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I love it. I only have steamy recommendations going forward, so <laughs> that's okay. Well, I have two more. I have two more room temperatures, okay. and okay. then I'm. I have a couple of mediums too. Um, so I just started now. I'm suffering from the uh, too many holds were fulfilled at once syndrome. <sighs> so I actually have best not, worst problem. Seriously, I, it's the worst. It's, it's, it's tough. The struggle is real. Uh, I have so I have one that I haven't finished yet. Um, <clears throat> it's the Winter's Family trilogy books by Crystal Hubbard, and of course I didn't write down the name of the title, but I started the third one because when I start a new author, I tend to when it comes to romance novels, they're usually standalones in a series, and you can read them out of order. So I'll read whatever one is rated the highest on Goodreads first. So I started the third one first, and um, it's pretty interesting, very suspenseful. And from what I can tell, even though I've not finished it, it's that it's not too steamy. It's more just romance. And then my other one, my other room temperature is um, The Bollywood Bride by Sonali Dev. Um, it's about uh, a woman who is a Bollywood actress, and she's from the U.S., and she goes back home, and she has, like, it's one of those, like, love rekindled storylines, so she runs into her ex-boyfriend, and... Um, you know, there's a lot of resentment and anger, but they're still, they're still attracted to each other kind of stories. And it's uh, low steam, but it is high drama. Mm. <laughs> nice. So if you like the high drama of Bollywood movies, then you will appreciate this book. Gotta love that drama. <laughs> or not. Maybe. Okay. Any more for the, you ready to move on? I just have full boil left on my list. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Skip ahead to moderate. We'll go to the moderate. Simmers. Simmering. Simmers. The Sorry. Simmers. Is a steamy terminology. Yeah. Simmers. <laughs> steamy. Who wants to jump in? Well, the simmers is where a lot of mine start. Okay. I 
am a self-diagnosed Regency romance addict. So if it's got like a woman in a pretty dress on the cover and, you know, a man in a flowy shirt that's half undone. Like and Fabio. Yeah, and, yeah. And a pun with a duke in the title. Or a Scott. <laughs> or an Earl. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to have something like then. Then I am I'm all in. I will at least give it a shot. Um, so the ones that I am really, really obsessed with right now uh, are the Tessa Dare Spindle Cove series that I don't it probably border. It's on the it's on the like warmer side of simmer. Um, and so this is all about uh, this town uh, on the coast of England that kind of becomes a haven for semi-unmarriageable women for whatever reason. Uh, so, and it's not, it's, I, okay, yeah, it seems, but these are like just, a lot of them are just like strongly independent women or ones without uh, like family money, just like they've all kind of come here to this kind of safe space where they can be themselves. And uh, they they spend a lot of their free time gardening and uh, learning weaponry and just all this, you know, like non-traditional okay, actually, lady I'm stuff. I'm kind of sold on that part. Yeah, no. So, they're, so the first one in the series is called A Night to Surrender, again, it's by Tessa Dare. And uh, it's kind of the – it sets sets the scene a little bit, but they can also, like most of them, just be read out of order. Um, and it's where this uh, this militia leader kind of – he he kind of stumbles upon this town with his band of a band of men and ends up going toe to toe with the woman who pretty much has invented the concept of what's going on and and kind of the two of them sparring at each other as to you know i i think that that needs to be more masculine influences here and and her being like no you're wrong and of course all of the the tensions that follow and it was a just just there was really really good and uh, all of them just feature different women that are within the town that of course find their love but they're all uh just very very uh not your typical ingenues and a lot of times they're not the typical earl duke man either that they end up with um so those are great for people that like uh like a good simmer uh and and of course that are obsessed with regency as i am um, some other ones that I am currently obsessed with. Um, I'm right now just finished up Sally McKenzie's Duchess of Love series. Oh, I've read her Naked series. It was, I don't know. I felt like it was, I wasn't in love with them, but they were good. You know what I mean? I completely, this was total judge book by its cover. I was going through Overdrive and I found the first book and it's the picture of like a woman in a pretty dress and a cat. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm into this. And it's called Betting Lord Ned. Love it. And uh, the kind of the, the glue holding all of this together is uh, this the woman who is the Duchess of Love. Her name is, I want to say Aphrodite is her first name. But she's a, she's, a, she's a duchess, and she's known throughout the ton as being a bit of a matchmaker. And she's also written some of these pamphlets on just how to, like, woo ladies and just how to just some good old-fashioned love tips. And she's trying now to like, get her kids in line. Um, so the, but, and happily enough, the, there is an animal protagonist in all three of them. Yes. Uh, so the cat is okay. an actual character and he is a bit of a rapscallion and keeps stealing this pair of scarlet drawers 
from this one woman's room because <laughs> oh, he steals stuff from everybody. But here he drags them into uh, to her oldest son's, uh, not her oldest son, second son. Oldest son has his own different different ball of wax, uh, but to her son Ned's room, and he's got to find out who has these, who belongs to the this real fancy underwear under bridges that's a <laughs> bright scarlet red, and you know it always turns out to be that woman you grew up with, the girl next door, who of course is in love with you. Uh, but they were charming, and the second, yeah, the second and third books also have have a dog in them, so. It's if you if you like some whimsy along with your your simmering romance, I recommend these as well. Sounds good, Emma. Um, I'm kind of attempting to dip my toe into uh, some romance that I don't normally read, and so this is on my to read list. And I saw that Liz, you've read this um, on your Goodreads. Oh, really? Um, so you'll have to tell me if. Um, you know, I should continue. But um, it's This Earl is on Fire oh my um, by That's Vivian cool. Lorette. Yeah, um, that, those are on my list. Actually, her most recent series, all three of them have amazing names. Amazing titles. So the first of the series is The Debutante is Mine. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little MJ reference in there. Uh, <laughs> this Earl is on Fire. And then the third one is When a Marquess Loves a Woman. Yes. Okay, uh, I will admit it was the title of this that drew me in as well as the cover. It does have a very gorgeous woman in a pretty dress. Um, and so I am trying to explore different romance than I would normally read. So that's my first sort of foray. Well, I do uh, recommend that you read it. <laughs> good. Okay. I will definitely have Run, to do carry walk. on. <laughs> I um, just... I just got into uh, Vivian Lorette um, just in the last couple of months, and I really enjoyed her stuff. So it's on on my list. It's currently on my bookshelf. Okay. Um, As soon as I finish the book I'm currently reading, which I will mention later, um, when we get to a warmer temp, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to pursue This Earl is on Fire and try not to sing the Alicia Keys song. Yeah, good luck with that. I like the punny names. Those are my favorite part. Like those are always fun books. Yeah, because you know you know that they're not gonna take themselves too seriously. If right. They, if they're like you know quoting your favorite Paula Abdul song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll go next. So um, I too am a uh, well. I started when I started reading romance. It was uh, it was like all Regency all day all night. And um, I've actually deliberately tried to um, expand out a little bit. So um, I started with probably one of the most famous contemporary romance novelists, um, Susan Elizabeth Phillips. Her books are quite funny. They're very charming. And I really love how her main characters aren't as predictable as you think, as you worry that they will be. Like, sometimes you can be like, oh, God, this person is totally going to fall into this stereotypical hole. And sometimes they do, but they, they're also very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Like, they, it's one of those where, like, these two people are lying to each other, and you think, oh, the truth isn't going to come out until the end of the book, and then you're going to be annoyed the entire time because it's going to be one of those books where, like, if only they had 30 minutes of good conversation, yes, it would have been resolved. But no, actually, usually it comes out in the next chapter. Oh, okay. Way faster than you expect. And then, like, but there's still plenty of drama and stuff going on that makes the book, you know, more complicated. 
Um, my favorite of hers is um, Natural Born Charmers. Mm. It's uh, very adorable, and I really appreciate her two main characters. They both um, lie a lot to each other in like a sarcastic, jokey way, and they know it. The other person knows it, and they just sort of play along with the bit. <laughs> so like this guy, Dean, he's like driving along the side of the road, and he meets this girl named Blue. And um, she's wearing a beaver costume, walking on the side of the road. Who doesn't? <laughs> like, you does. know. Yeah, and I he's am. like, you know, can I give you a lift somewhere? And, uh, and in the rest of the book, it, like when he's like the main character in his head, he calls her the beeve. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know why. I just find this book to be probably my favorite so far. And then... Um, and then I, um, am, I, I'm in the middle, again, I'm, another book I'm in the middle of, I'm in the middle of this book called Iron and Velvet, and it is, um, it is a female-female noir with an alcoholic, gritty, private investigator, main character, and vampires and werewolves. Because <laughs> why not? Um, and it's actually really quippy. So far, it's really, really funny. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and so far, I think that's pretty medium steam. I'm not sure. I'm like a solid 25-30% in and usually they'll be yeah they'll throw something in there so right quote unquote a scene by right. now yeah so it could be even there's a lot of cussing though so it, I wouldn't call it room temperature okay so. um and then uh probably my final medium is uh an Eloisa James Regency called uh When Beauty Tamed the Beast and I just need to take a minute and talk about the audiobook the narrator is Susan um, Dearden, who is a narrator for a lot of a lot of books out there. And uh, but there is something about the voice she uses for the hero slash beast slash Regency Doctor House that is <laughs> so good. Um, so like I wrote in my in my review, I wrote, "Does the plot get a little silly at the end with unnecessarily?" dramatic mortal peril yes will you care as long as you keep as, as long as Susan Durden keeps talking nope <laughs> <laughs> like it just uh, I don't know I just really love her like I just really love her narration um I hope she does more romance novels so to chime into that since you said you listen to the audio I tend to just read my romance erotica etc um, but I haven't ever really considered listening to the audio. So now that you've mentioned oh, I have the good some... production quality on some of them, I think I might have to give that a go. I have some recommendations. Okay, because <laughs> obviously don't want too steamy, you know, if I'm listening to the audio while at work or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you right. want to keep it pretty, uh, I, you know, just in the kitchen realm. <laughs> I don't even want any boil. Um, but that's actually a good point to sort of explore the audio format. Uh, I do the um, Audiophile Earphone Awards every year, uh, every month, and there's usually at least one romance book that that gets one of the Earphone Awards. There, the, the genre is known for their audiobooks. That's awesome. I'm gonna have to yeah, do some check. research, explore a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the the like non steamy ones are probably when you if you're like doing something while you're listening to the audiobook. Mm -hmm. You know, usually it's. Because it's not world building necessarily, right. like, and it's not necessarily like as much like high engagement as reading like a Mary Roach science book mm -hmm. or or like a super high fantasy novel. Mm -hmm. um, they're easier to like kind of keep in the back of your head and listen to while you're, you know, copying and pasting things on your computer yeah, or right. like just doing busy work at your desk kind of thing. It's like having a drink with a good friend. <laughs> 
What? Yeah, you know, just like having somebody chat and tell you stories. Oh, okay. That makes a little more sense. I was just like, what are you talking about? Well, you know. Because I've, I've recently, I've just listened to, I, I wasn't listening to much um, romance either, other than like things that happen to have romantic elements in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were preparing for this the last time, I decided to pick up a few. And um, I listened to the uh, the Seduction Diaries books, The Diary of an Accidental Wallflower by Jennifer McQuinston. And I really liked it. I really did enjoy it. And so I listened to the next one, The Spinster's Guide to Scandalous Behavior. Um, so, and those are ones that, of course, it's a girl writing little diary. And then, and then you get, of course, all the action. But yeah, I really, I do have to say that there is... It, there's, it's an enjoyable experience to just listen to a romance novel, and I agree with Liz that they're ones that if, you know, I, I tend to be an audiobook and do a lot of other things person mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so if there's, like, somebody walks into the room and asks you a question, you can kind of check out for a moment and then come back, and odds are you haven't missed too much, or if you have, you can always just kick it back a few and then start over again. It's true. Are there any more? Are we ready to, uh, to turn the heat up? Onto steamy. Onto steamy. All right. Full Onto boil. Full boil. Full <laughs> boil. Emma, you were very excited for this one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I'm just going to mention, so my favorite um, trilogy that I read that's sort of in this full boil, super steamy uh, category, I don't think will come as a surprise to anyone, but I just discovered them this year. Um, it's the Breathless Trilogy by Maya Banks. Um, so we have... Rush, um, I believe, is the first book, and then Fever, and then Burn. Um, And these uh, covers are just, you know, flames, um, you know, so... (laughs) Full boil. Full boil covers. Um, Not a ton of detail on them, but um, I really enjoyed this series. It's centered around um, three best friends. They are wealthy hotel owners. Um, And so each book follows one of the three best friends and their sort of pursuit for um, this woman that they love. Um, They sort of meet each of these women in different situations. And then their pursuit of them is um, very dedicated um, and very whirlwind. Um, But I really enjoy these books. They are quite steamy reads, but they are um, good reads. The plot's for the most part, are pretty entertaining um, outside of the steamy bits. Um, so I would definitely recommend that, the Maya right. Banks Rush trilogy. Um, and that was my first foray into anything by her. I know she has a ton of books yes, um, that sort of cover a range of heat levels. Um, but I would definitely recommend those just to kick us off into the full boil. Get us ready. Get us boiling. <laughs> Um, And just while I'm talking, I will also mention my other favorite. Um, Actually, a lot of these books I discovered this year. So they're not new uh, by any means, especially this next series I'm going to mention. It's been around a while. um, But I do like that some of these books have the standalones as part of the series and you can just pick them up. um, And, you know, they have maybe six or seven already out, which is good. You know, you can just sort of... Burn through the exactly. entire thing. Go I love the that. entire series. Um, Sometimes I'm frustrated when I read one of a series and then I realize that it just came out like a month or two ago and I'm like, no! Yeah, exactly. So this, um, I will mention, and I've mentioned this several times uh, to Megan this year, is Rocky Mountain Heat by Vivian Arend. 
Um, and it's the first book of the Six Pack Ranch series. Uh, love that series title. Good. Um, this one follows um, the eldest, I believe, brother um, named Blake. Uh, he lives on a farm in, I think, Canada. Um, and it focuses on him and the girl that he um, has had a crush on for years. Girl next door, been off limits, but you know what? We're adults now. Uh, no holds barred. Let's go for it. Okay, um, I have a question about these. So yes. Are these Western romance or are these the newly coined lumber sexual <laughs> romances? Um, <laughs> it's, well, the description on Goodreads calls them all cowboys. So it is kind of in that cowboy, farmer, definitely mm-hmm. rugged vein. I don't think I would consider it maybe traditional, like Western, um, because they are in Canada. Oh, okay. I believe, but um, mm. but it is it is definitely there are you know barn scenes. If <laughs> you've got rugged <laughs> rugged trucks, you know um, pool halls and things of that sort. Uh. Um, so I would definitely recommend the Six Pack Ranch series. There are a ton of books um, from that series, and there are spinoffs as well. So if I'm ever sort of searching for something, I can go to, you know, one of the many books from that series that I even haven't gotten to. I've made my way through six of them, um, and there's still plenty to go, and then that's not even the spinoffs, so <laughs> highly recommend. Liz, since you op- opened the lumber sexual door, can we all just run right through it? Yeah. Just, like, just barrel on in. Let's talk about Penny yes. Reed. Yes! Let's talk about Penny <laughs> Reed! Yes. Which yes. I've been waiting this whole time to do. <laughs> I, I think we all have lots to say. So, so many someone kick say. us off so about Penny Reed. To say about Penny Reed. Well, I guess I can I can start because I've probably read the most of them. So, yes. um, Penny Reed, I discovered her when I made um, a recommended list of geek romance novels, um, and she does her first series is called Knitting in the City. And it's about all these different girls who are in a knitting club, and each book is about, you know, a different girl in the club and, you know, how the romances that they all find. And then uh, one of the girls goes home to Tennessee because her mother is ill. And she has six brothers who are conveniently single <laughs> because and beardy. after that book starts, then each of the, then there's a new series, a spinoff series called The Winston Brothers. Uh, yes, that's what and, we're obsessed with. <laughs> yeah, and like the Winston Brothers, they're, they're so far both series are really, really good, but the Winston Brothers are crazy charming <laughs> and super, I don't know, you just really like them. Super charismatic characters. Yeah, just uh, not your average Tennessee mountain boys. And of course, they all have beards and they're all beautiful. <laughs> and they all have really great names like Jethro and Cletus. Like yeah. they, they're okay. like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna both have the stereotypes and break them. But they're all very well read, mm-hmm. and despite you know whatever faults they might seem to have on the outside, they're all just good guys. So even though they steal cars, they had a good reason to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. No. So uh, good. I'm currently reading the first book of the Winston Brothers series called Truth or Beard. Um, I'm really enjoying that. So actually, thank you to both Liz and Megan for that recommendation. And Liz and I both love the second one, Grin and Beard It. So <laughs> really, really, that, really good. That one is my absolute favorite so far. Although the third one, Beard Science, is still still pretty good. 
And I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how the rest of them turn out. The Beard Science just came out this year, this fall even. Yeah, it's very new. And then um, the Knitting in the Series books, Knitting in the City series, they still have a couple more to go, but they're like a good six or seven in. Um, and then actually I have to talk about one more audiobook by Penny Reed um, called uh, The Hooker and the Hermit. And uh, the hooker is uh, a rugby position. Mm-hmm. It is not about prostitution. <laughs> and she co-authors this with a British author named L.H. Cosway. And um, the narrator, so it's one of those dual narrators. So the the there's two points of view, one from the girl, one from the guy. And then the, and they each have their own narrator. And the narrator uh, is George, the narrator for the guy is George Allen, who sounds just like Colin Farrell. And um, it is super steamy. (laughs) Like, and his voice is so good. You're just like, just keep talking to me, George (laughs) Allen. I I love it. Um, And, you know, and I'm not much of of a dominance erotica fan necessarily like I am I never bothered reading the Fifty Shades of Grey because I know it's probably not my thing but this one gets they kind of dip their toe into like the the whole like dominance area and it is actually it's a good introductory like it's really it's not too I don't know it's in my opinion it's it's it was well done okay so so just as a warning it does have a little bit of that Mm mm-hmm you know, um, a little bit of that kind of, those kinds of scenes. Got it. So if you like that kind of thing, definitely read it. If you're sort of curious, give it a shot because it was good. All right. And All right. man that narrator. <laughs> All right. So Liz recommends the audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> the ebook is good too. I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't actually read the ebook, but you know, hey. It's the same content. Same content. Yeah little bit on that note um i am going to mention a book that i got an advanced copy of that comes out in 2017 but there are um the first three books of that series already out um it's the redemption series by sarah castile i think um and the book that i read is called fighting attraction it comes out in 2017 um but the first book in the series is called against the ropes so you kind of have that um fighting club theme uh, but it does definitely go into that sort of dominance um, niche, I guess, of of erotic literature and romance. I thought it was very well done um, and interesting. The plot had lots of different sort of twists and turns. It is also high drama, Mm -hmm. um, high steam levels. But if you are interested in that kind of thing, I would recommend checking it out. And um, I do enjoy about a lot of these books that they are standalone. You can kind of pick them up wherever, uh, but sometimes it is nice to sort of go back and read the other ones in the series. Megan, do you have any? Uh, yeah, I'm um, for something completely different. Uh, I just pick, we get, we get all these arcs and we get a lot of, of romance novels, mm-hmm. which I'm like, yes, mine. Uh, so I'm currently reading one called Her True Match. And it's actually the sixth book in a series in the X-Ops series uh, by, and it's by Paige Tyler. And these are that fun blend of kind of suspense thriller and shapeshifters that everybody looks for if uh, if you're me. And um, <laughs> I kind of got into reading the, the shapeshifter-y kind of uh, paranormal um, when I was 
just reading everything by L.J. Smith when I was a teenager. Oh, my so, gosh. I went through that phase, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that was the, the Night World series that they haven't turned into a CW show yet. Um, but I know that when like Vampire Diaries came out, I got real salty because that was not the ones that I read back in the 90s. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Uh, so thank you, L.J. Smith wherever you are, for making me into the paranormal romance reader. Um, so these, the, the XOP series, so these are all, it's a secret branch of the CIA where they work with people that have this special ability of shape-shifting, and they pair them up with just a normal person, and they just kick butt and take names. And so this one now um, is a woman who is a cat burglar and also a cat. <laughs> so... Um, Lots of lots of uh, good intrigue, and of course, this is one where um, again it's a series. So you, but you do see a lot of the other characters in it. So while you don't need to read from start to finish with the series, it's one where uh, you're going to see all these characters that you might have really liked in the previous ones are definitely big parts of the current one. So I know a lot of them, you'll like people, they they get married, they get pregnant, you never see them again. This is not the case. Like they're still on the squad. They're still working and trying to figure out who the big baddies are and if they're from the inside of the organization or the outside of the organization. So uh, if you enjoy kind of the, the, not political thriller, but just a kind of governmental agency thriller plus some not everyone is a cat there's a bear and a wolf and every and it's you know both men and women are are shifters um but it they're just they're they're steamy they're fun uh so i definitely recommend this series for somebody who's looking for a good paranormal shapeshifter uh i also need to make a shout out that's going to make liz a little crazy because i know she's not your favorite <laughs> um but uh diana gabaldon who, uh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> We've been over this. So she recently. I'm not going to go in my rant. <laughs> no. So what, but what this book is, it's actually she just released a book called I Give You My Body. And it's all about how she writes her sex scenes in romance novels. So it's nonfiction uh, and kind of just for anybody out there that it's, it was actually a lot longer than I expected it to be. I'm not trying to like turn anybody off from reading it but it was about like 300 pages and I was not expecting I was kind of expecting it to be like almost more of a novella size Mm -hmm. um, where she just kind of lays out how she goes about her process and it's for anybody that's interested in like writing fiction or just really likes her style or just appreciates the craft of writing uh, a good steamy full boil part of a book it is difficult as as someone who reads a lot of them you know some of them are just awful Mm -hmm. and some of them are great uh so i definitely recommend that for somebody you don't even you don't need to be a fan of her books but uh but if you are extra bonus and then it's just a really good kind of book on the craft of of writing and Mm. it's one of the harder parts of writing nice may i comment that i like how in romance it's a genre that seems to have something for everyone um i didn't necessarily consider myself a fan of romance maybe before this year um but there are sort of books on every genre and topic you know contemporary regency as megan mentioned paranormal so there's definitely something out there for everyone and um i just am excited that i'm 
not being maybe so close-minded in my reading choices this year um, and just sort of reading whatever I want, um, which a lot of the books I've read this year have been romance, um, and I'm just embracing it. It's a good way to Welcome. go. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I've arrived. <laughs> um, okay. So anybody else got any more books for that level or we're ready to move on to ones we're looking forward to reading? I'm good. Yeah. Let's talk about what we want to. Okay. Yeah. So what is coming out that you're highly anticipating and excited for? Anyone? Do you want to all jump mm. at once? I guess I could go. Um, well, one of my books on my to-read list, um, the second book is coming out, I believe, in January, but I have to read the first book first, and um, it's one of the few holds that hasn't been, uh, hasn't hasn't come over yet. Um, it's A Promise of Fire by Amanda Boucher. Uh, it was recommended to me a while ago when I put it on my to-read list. I was like, yeah, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then I feel like in the last week or two, I've just read so many great reviews and um, so many people have randomly mentioned it to me that I'm like, okay, now I really have to read this book. Um, and then some of my favorite Regency authors are all bringing out books in the spring or winter. Uh, Meredith Duran, uh, Lisa Kleypas, and Sarah McLean all have books coming out next year. I did not write down their titles, but you guys can... Okay. They have puns. You'll find them. Sure. <laughs> sure. Megan, what are you looking forward to? Hmm... Well, uh, let me see. I'm just trying to figure out what. There's a lot of things that I'm I'm excited to read, but I don't know that they're pre. That's okay. Um. So yeah, I still have to finish up. Um. I just started a new series by Mary Jo Putney. Um. So I just finished up her Lost Lord series, and I really, really, really liked it. And uh, she. So I just started a. She's got a brand new series out. Uh, and I'm going to look it up while I... Uh, I read that series, too. It the, was good. Yeah. She has... And it's actually a spinoff of the Lost Lords series. Mm. And um, so it's... Uh, of course, I'm going to do just a miserable job of looking at... You know what? I haven't. I'm reading it right now. So I'm just going to... Look it up on your look little it tablet. Up. Yeah, yeah. Pull up my pull up my overdrive. Okay, here we go. Uh, so I'm currently I'm like 150 pages into it. So I'm like halfway into this, but it's a brand new series, and I'm really, really, really enjoying it. So it's called Once a Soldier, and uh, this is kind of so we still and it's the it's the Rogues Redeemed series. So we have um, Will Masterson is the he was in he was one of the like Lost Lords, but he never found. He didn't. He didn't get his love in that because he was fighting, in uh, fighting Napoleon, and now uh, so he ended up to start this off. Ended up uh, in a cellar waiting to be uh, presented in front of a firing squad with him and four other men that were in uh, the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, rescuing people in Portugal during the war, and they all kind of make a pact that if they get out of there. They're going to um, just be better humans. And they do manage to find a, a back door out of this this cellar and they escape and they ride away and they agree to kind of meet up in, when the war is over. And so it's these it's these five guys um, who are all going to have their own if, different arcs. So right now, yeah, I'm reading Once a Soldier and it's got a Will who finds this uh, woman 
when he is going to this small little country that's right on the border of Portugal and Spain that I'm pretty sure doesn't actually exist. But it doesn't have to. It's a book. Um, so, And he finds this woman who's been there kind of helping out the, the locals. And, of course, he falls in love. And she's really tall. And he's really tall. And it's just perfect. Um, so, yeah, that's the, just the things it takes in life. And the next one is called Once a Rebel. And uh, so I'm pretty sure that that and that doesn't come out for a while, but uh, I'm enjoying this one. So and I've read all of her other ones from the last couple series. So I know I'll be picking that one up. Sounds good. Emma? Um, Something I'm excited to start reading is not a new series, but I know that there is a new installment of the series that Mm -hmm. comes out next year. Um, So new to me is the Wild Seasons series by Christina Lauren, the duo. I've seen these books everywhere. Um, You know, I've seen them a lot on Overdrive and, you know, library sites. So I'm excited to dive into that series. Um, And I'm glad that there are more books upcoming uh, in the event that I do enjoy that. Um, I definitely like to work my way through the list of multiple, multiple titles in that series. And then I'm also just excited to continue reading the Truth or Beard series, um, which I know that there will be six of those books, I believe, for each brother. I'm looking at Liz, the Winston brothers. I think so. Um, But I I think the uh, publication dates for the rest of those are into next year and even 2018. So I know there'll be more forthcoming. Yeah, and she definitely, at least in the third book, she definitely dropped almost two storylines and so it'll be interesting to see you know which one is the next book and then how much they're gonna keep playing out the Mm -hmm. other one in the next book so just two brothers are both like i think some of these i wonder if some of these might be at the same going on at the same time just Mm -hmm. from different people's perspectives because like two brothers are definitely like i don't know i would say you probably don't have to read them in order, but maybe maybe you want to read the third one before the fourth one. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm only halfway into the first book. I already can't wait for the rest <laughs> of the series to come out. So Yeah, I love I love it when series like you just really start to enjoy all the characters and you just really love that opportunity to be with your next favorite character mm-hmm. for the next book. Especially when you're like, oh, this one's my favorite one. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Very fickle readers. Like, and now it's my new favorite. They're all my favorite. Well, thanks, ladies, for coming on the podcast today to talk about romance. Yay, thanks thank you. for having us. Uh, hope you guys had fun. And I think we gave our listeners some good books to, to look for, depending on what heat level they're looking for and all that fun stuff. Yeah, there's still a lot more out there. There's so. so much. We could probably do a yes. podcast exclusively on romance. Uh, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Both professional book nerds slash romance readers unite. Yep. We might need to catch your name, but we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening and happy reading, everybody. Bye. 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 Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins, and host of That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast. I interview change makers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition. 
aka their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at thatstotalmomsense.com and follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chadda Gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you.